Hello and welcome to the Pop Culture Federation Podcast. I'm your host, Mikey. I'm Matt. And hi, my name is Ron. So today we're going to be starting a new series called What Ifs. Um, if anybody has read the Marvel Comics series, famous for What Ifs, which tells alternate scenarios and situations and stories about everybody's favorite Marvel superheroes, we're going to do this about different pop culture events. Yeah, Yay. and they're... That's going to be one of the things that they turn into like a um, like a TV show on Disney Plus. Yeah, uh, it's going to be animated, which yeah, is yeah. probably for the better. I mean, it'd be very expensive to do it not animated. But it means they get to do like cooler stuff. Like they're not limited to something because of budget. Yeah, exactly. Plus, I think Marvel Zombies is included in that too. All right. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that actually. I hope they do, like, that 18th century Marvel. You mean 1612? Or 1610? That's 17th century Marvel, then. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, that was what I was referring to. And when we do these, these this is going to be an ongoing series, similar to our um, favorite series. And we are going to talk about... We're each going to have one topic that we're all going to start. And prior to recording... Uh, it was Matt. You're gonna start, so let us know your what if. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> <clears throat> coronavirus. No, just a sore throat. But I have uh, a wet Matt, cough. I have Matt. a wet cough, not a dry cough. Okay. So my first what if happens to deal with Family Guy, guys. What if Family Guy never returned to air and stayed canceled? The Simpsons would be looked at much better. Yeah, that that's what really made me start thinking about this like that. Because yeah. a lot of kids in our generation, like the millennials, instead of like growing up watching... Well, like a lot of kids grew up watching Simpsons in our area because it was on at like 6.30 and 7 o'clock before Seinfeld. But, like, it wasn't at its peak, like, during, like, Sunday primetime. And the show that really was, was Family Guy. Um, like, right in the mid-2000s area. Um, yes, it was. But there was a time that Fox canceled it in, like, 2003. And the reason why it came back is because, like, the they had insane DVD sales back then, which was a thing, believe it or not. It was also the most popular show on Adult Swim at the time. Correct. And so Fox was like, hey, maybe we should stop putting it through TV slot limbo and give it a spot after The Simpsons. And that's when it became like super uber popular. And because of Family Guy, it was able to, they had a bunch of spinoffs like uh, American Dad, The Cleveland Show, um, and it pretty much gave Seth MacFarlane a career. (laughs) What, wasn't he a writer Yeah, prior to this? He wrote for, like, Johnny Bravo and Dexter's Lab and stuff before that. He did, okay. Yeah, and uh, I think because of Family Guy, it allowed 
shows or networks to get be a little more creative and allow them to come out with like adult animated shows like because we had it on adult swim but those were only on like late at night but because of that we had i'm sure we got like archer and bob's burgers and a couple of other shows that weren't as successful as the other ones um (laughs) i still think we would have gotten those just because of the simpsons and south park but wasn't family guy never family guy became more popular as a result of the dvds coming out because it was one of the first box sets um, that the first couple seasons came out with for, for TV shows when DVDs started becoming cheaper and fully replacing VHS. And that, I think, that plus Adult Swim led to the rise of Family Guy coming back. Mike, where were but you th- three minutes ago? <laughs> <clears throat> no, what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is, because you're saying your what if is Family Guy never came back right like came back to air right like new episodes after adult swim yes so what i'm trying to say is nothing would have changed i think nothing would have changed i think we would be watching i think like shows like i think the shows like bob's burgers like bojack horseman especially like uh like rick and morty rick and morty yeah i don't think those shows get made honestly Wait, so you so you think Family Guy not coming back would not have an impact whatsoever? Yes, I'm saying that you would have probably gotten... So, I think this would have impacted Seth MacFarlane more than anybody else. Uh, maybe he wouldn't have gotten a chance to make American Dad or Cleveland Show. Uh, or so may not have had album. those. Uh, I mean, probably not. So maybe we wouldn't have had those things. That's a thing, folks. But I still think we would have had other adult cartoons. Because Simpsons and South Park were still a thing. So was Daria. So was Beavis and Butthead. Like we, we, it's not like Family Guy was the first one. You no, know what I mean? I'm not saying that. But like that was the one I would say... I, I think like Simpsons and South Park were definitely like the godfathers of everything. And I think that Family Guy was the one to really open the floodgates and allow a lot of animated shows. Because I'm sure, like, when Simpsons and South Park came out, they came out with a lot of animated shows then, but probably weren't as successful. Mm. And then I guess Family Guy, like, kind of brought the renaissance to it. I guess is what I'm... what I'm getting. Um... I think... Yes, but I think it brought the renaissance to Adult Swim. I don't know, man. Without, I mean, if you just, like, take it logically, where would, like, Fox's Sunday night animation block be without Family Guy? Like, The Simpsons and Family Guy are kind of the the cornerstones of that, and basically everything because of that got made to piggyback off of that. I think to say it had zero influence is kind of not correct but i mean if you look at it like obviously the first three seasons like you know pre-cancellation i don't think it affected much but definitely it coming back i mean it changed things how many shows come back now for revivals i mean even a fox show like off the top of my head uh serenity got a movie 
And that got canceled in, what, 2002? And then I got a movie in 2005. Family Guy came back in, what, 2004, 2005? Well, the fact that Family Guy, when it came back, was better than the first three seasons, you know? Yeah, like, at least for the first, like, three or four seasons. That definitely back, yeah. helped. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine, like, if Family Guy came back and it was a stinker. Wait, you think Family Guy got better after it came back? For a few seasons, For a few yeah. seasons, yeah. Oh, and then I mean, it went downhill. Okay, like every show for... past seven seasons happens, except South yeah. Park for some reason. <laughs> South Park gets better with age. Yeah, not recently, but that's a different. Topic. That's a different topic for a different time, though. Yeah. But yeah, like a lot of shows that come back tend to fail. Like I think of Futurama as an exception to that, though. But they were on a completely different network, and they were allowed to be weird. Whereas, like, Fox really didn't like Futurama at the time. Family Guy's 18 seasons? Yeah. Dude, it's been around since 1999, and then it got canceled for, like, two or three seasons in the middle. Plus, like, you can't only think of Family Guy's influence in terms of, like, adult animation of stuff on, like, you know, Fox or ABC. Think about all the kids' shows that, you know, do, like, wacky, zany things. And not to say that's not been a kid show trope for a while, but, you know, you cannot say a lot of that hasn't come from Family Guy. I mean, think about it. Phineas and Ferb had cutaways. Huh. That's like, crazy to think about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's an incredibly influential show for, like, especially for, like, animators of, like, our generation. Like, I keep bringing up our generation, but that was the that was really the show that a lot of people grew up on, I would say. Like, that and The Simpsons. But, like, those two shows being so mature, like, really allowed creators to, like, ultimately be able to do what I want. Like, if it was, I'm almost certain that Rick and Morty's success is because of Family Guy being able to succeed. Uh, yeah, at least it got on the air because of Family Guy. Yeah. Not saying, um, not saying, yeah, I should say that. That was a better frame way of putting it run than the way i said it oh my god thank you so much you're welcome so yes i leaning towards agreeing with you both more so than the start of this it's nice to be right occasionally right mike (laughs) but i think you're giving family guy a little too much credit than it deserves just a little bit. I think <clears throat> Family Guy coming back did more for Adult Swim. And it did more for people's careers like Seth Green Alex and Mila Kunis. Why? Because Mila Kunis was doing that 70s show and already getting movie roles. Yes, yeah. but... I think Family Guy, like, the longevity, like, kept her in, kept her around, and I think it just gave her more experience. Um, can, can I, I think, uh, can I refute, can I refute that? Because she played the, the punch bag character on Family Guy, and basically maybe had, like, ten lines a show. Yeah. Like, that was kind of her thing for the longest time. I mean, Shut Up, Meg is a cultural touchstone. <laughs> And did Robot Chicken come how much after? It was like 
probably oh, 2005. Like, right as it was coming back, I would say. Robot Chicken can't be that old. I'm intern. not that old, right? Let's get the intern going. The American sketch comedy series Robot Chicken was created in... 2005. 2005? <laughs> Dab on those haters. God. It is still... Wow. Robot Chicken has been going on for just 15 years. It just had its birthday a couple weeks ago. Oh, congratulations, Seth Green. I mean, I think Family Guy helped bring his career. Because, like, you got to think, you don't know who these guys met. Actually, you know what? The Star Wars specials that they did were... Yeah, all right. Family Guy coming back did have a significant in pop culture. Sam, right, Mike. You're right. (laughs) Wait, Mike, can you just say it again so that way we can, like, take the clean version and reuse it whenever we need to? Yeah, I'm gonna gonna need to save this clip. (laughs) You were right. (laughs) You were right. It's intoxicating. I'm gonna go back to sipping my wine. (laughs) Alright, so, uh, so that was my first what if. I okay. think, Ron, you, I think you're next on the docket. Am I next on the docket? You I love the docket. You certainly are on the docket. Okay, so if you guys don't mind, I'm going to go and I'm going to talk about my what if. Is everyone ready? Yes. Okay. I'm glad. So, back in, let's say... 2008 the world was a very different time i think we can all agree on that can't we (laughs) (laughs) Um, and how so my what if is what if the marvel cinematic universe failed and what if the first iteration of the dceu the dc cinematic universe what if that worked Basically, the kind of the premise around this is kind of if two things happened. The first thing is that the Green Lantern movie, the one released in 2011, was not only good, but it made money. <laughs> and this... <laughs> That's the important part. <laughs> that's, that's one of the important parts. And the second important part is the Avengers failed. The Avengers basically did what Justice League did. Mm, so... Batman v Superman. No, I would. Okay, we'll argue this in like a couple minutes. Yes. Let me let uh, just let him finish. <laughs> let me tell you your prem. Let me tell tell me. Let me tell you the premise of my thing. <laughs> so yeah, Green Lantern, which by the way has Taika Waititi in it. Yeah, that yeah, cast the, is really? weird. Really? Cool. Yeah, he he plays Ryan Reynolds' best friend in the movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. It's an it's a weirdly awesome cast. Yeah, for it's a, a movie really good that cast. bad. <laughs> and the director, Martin Campbell, actually has like a pretty good track record. Like, I don't know what went wrong. I guess it was just like a shitty script. Like <laughs> too heavy focus on CG. Yeah, the villain was just odd. But what were you gonna say, Matt? From what I heard, now this was also from a drunk college chick at a party. She said that she knew people who had an in at the studio and said that the writers who wrote the movie had no idea of the source material. So they were kind of just winging it. Which... That makes 
sense. But like, take that information with a grain of salt. But if you look at it, so if that if that movie succeeded, because that was planned to be like the first movie, because obviously up until that point, that was released in 2011, and up until uh, 2011, the Marvel Cinematic Universe had five films. The first Iron Man, which you know it still made money, but looking back on it, it did not make as much money as you would think. The first Iron Man only made about 585 million dollars. Which is, you know, good, but, you know, it's not anywhere near a billion. Uh, the Incredible Hulk, which made as much money as the Avengers Endgame made on its Friday. So, Iron Man 2, it was a success. Thor, like, you know, still a minor success, and so was Captain America, the first Avenger. The thing with all of those movies are, all five of them, with the exception of Iron Man, are average below average movies and it kind of all hinged on the avengers so if the avengers wasn't good which is what we're going off of like the premise then that definitely would have would not have worked it basically would have become what the dceu is now after justice league failed they're basically just trotting out the wonder one wonder woman movies because like those are good and they make money so yeah. uh wait you're saying captain america was average or below average i think i mean you remember the the phrase back in 2012 everyone loved to say was captain america nobody's favorite avenger like that that was a major thing back then and i still think that movie's pretty good but to a general audience i don't think it kind of clicked i don't have in front of me it's like audience score and rotten tomatoes or anything but I think time is a time has aged that movie well, more than like you know the first time that people saw it. But the thing is like the Incredible Hulk, not a great movie. Iron Man two, some would argue, is probably the worst movie in the MCU. And Thor was kind of a bore fest. You know, like these movies weren't great in this um, in my universe. <laughs> okay. And then you know Green. Green Lantern was come was going to have uh, the DC the first iteration of the DCU was going to have a great kickstart uh, because Man of Steel obviously the Dark Knight Rises made over a billion dollars but that kind of the Nolan verse was over Man of Steel was good they had in production for like a while uh, a new Batman after they offered Christian Bale this is true they offered Christian Bale fifty million dollars to come back to be in Batman versus Superman and he said no. <laughs> wow and so like the like if you look at the list of canceled films from the dc eu you know uh this there was planned to be a second green lantern until it made under 300 million dollars um you know cyborg the flash like they had all of these movies set to come out and then they just kind of failed but if they didn't i feel like it would have relegated Marvel kind of back to what it was where studios other than Marvel studios were making all these films. Like they probably would have had to sell off all of these properties again, at least Disney would. And I think the DCEU would have done to Hollywood. What the MCU does is made everyone super like crazy about uh, shared cinematic universes. Mm -hmm. Well, I think Disney wouldn't have bought them. Well, they bought them in like 2010. 
Right. So they bought them after Iron Man. After they started what would have been the MCU. I think they bought them after Iron Man 2. Or just Right. Before. So what I'm saying is yeah. when Iron Man 1, if Iron Man 1 was a big colossal failure, mm-hmm. then I think Disney may not have bought Marvel or could have bought Marvel even cheaper. Yeah. Or somebody else could have. And we could have had a completely different iteration than uh, the current the current Marvel Cinematic Universe as well. But yeah, I was kind of going off the Avengers was going to be failing because that was the big one that just kind of like got everyone on board. But gotcha. Yeah. So, a couple things. <clears throat> I mean, unless you want to start, this is yours. No good. So, I think if the Avengers failed... Then, first and foremost, Spider-Man would have stayed at Sony, and X-Men would have stayed with Fox. 100%. I'm pretty sure, years later, the Disney-Fox deal would have still happened. Maybe. Maybe not. But I don't think it hinged on that, but we don't know the domino effect that could have happened. Yeah, I don't know if Disney would have been as flush with cash as they currently are to make that deal. I, I could be wrong. I mean, they do have a lot. They've always had a lot of money, but I think um, quite possibly Fox could have kept X Men, kept Fantastic Four, and Daredevil and done their own thing again. Because I believe X Men First Class came around that time a little bit before. X Men First and, Class came out in 2011. Right, and that was fantastic. So they already had a had a home run right there. But I think DC and Warner Brothers would have taken their ball and they would have ran with it. So if they were successful and Marvel flopped, so let's say Marvel flopped, we wouldn't have gotten Captain Marvel, Ant-Man, none of them. Maybe somebody else would have bought the rights. Maybe not, depending on how cheap it was. But I think Warner Brothers would have made the Justice League much faster. Oh yeah, I think Absolutely. they would have. I think they would have skipped Batman. I don't think Batman vs Superman would have happened. I think it would have been the origin story. So you would have gotten a new um, Batman. You would have gotten Man of Steel. You would have gotten the Green Lantern was a success. You would have gotten Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and then you would have gotten Justice League. I I agree uh, to some extent, but yeah, I think I think you're right. Batman vs Superman was definitely DC kind of in panic mode because like you know at that point i think that was they only had one film in their cinematic universe technically up to that point yeah 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 and it was man, man of steel, steel wasn't it yeah that was yeah, it. man of steel and we know how divisive that was so so i think they would have let's assume casting was the same everybody like you know gal gadot henry cavill ben affleck etc Assume everybody was the same. <clears throat> I think you would have had Justice League done faster. That would have led to... It, the plot, let's just say the plot was the same. And then you would have hinted Darkseid. So Darkseid was your Thanos. Uh, Justice League 2 could have been... You could have had Doomsday. You could have had somebody else come in. It could have been like Batman vs Superman-esque. But I think they would have... I think DC would have gotten the... Joss Whedon's, they would have gotten the uh, Rousseau brothers well, or they, equivalent. They had or jo- James Gunn's. They had Joss Whedon and they currently have James Gunn because Joss Whedon was supposed to at some point 
before those allegations came out, he was supposed to do a, a Batwoman film or a Batgirl film. And yeah, so that that didn't happen. But obviously, Such you know, he helped out with with the the Justice League. I want a yeah. Batgirl movie so badly. Yeah. I think you would have had um I don't think they would have done Suicide Squad yet. I don't think they would have done I think Harley Quinn would have maybe even introduced in a Batman movie, but I don't think she would have been the heavy push that she's getting now. No. Um she may have on in some sense, but I don't think she would have been up there with the Justice League. Like I don't think you're gonna see like Justice League Endgame. That I disagree with. And have just because of how Harley Quinn in the final Harley fight. Quinn is. I'm saying, but I don't think she would have been incorporated in the Justice League movie. She would have been her own thing, but I don't think she would have been. She would have been in like the I don't know how to in the Batman movie probably, or like in the second yeah, Batman she movie. <laughs> she could have had her own, but I don't, I'm trying to think of somebody in the MCU who wasn't in Avengers. Yeah, I, I don't know. The stuff like, so, 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 like the Netflix shows. Like, intricate details like that, I'm not sure exactly how they would have played out. Because on one hand, Matt is right. It's very, very popular. Or Harley Quinn is very, very popular. But then again, like, you know, would this have made them actually make like a Hawk, Hawkman and Hawk, Hawk Girl um, show? Like, or sorry, uh, movie. Uh, something about, um, what you call it? The Martian Manhunter. Would they have actually forced Zach... Uh, Snyder to do it. So who knows? <laughs> so I think uh, you may have gotten... So I think the one thing that would have changed was the DC television shows. I'm trying to see... When so you're saying we would have had a Young Justice movie? <laughs> so The Flash came out in 2014. Arrow was before that. That was like 2012. Yeah, Arrow was... Arrow was before that. Arrow was 2012. I think that might have been in production or, like, they were planning that around the same time that Green Lantern was out. So... So Green Lantern came out in 2011, right? Mm -hmm. So I think you would have had two... Here's my what if. Mm -hmm. Green Lantern was a smash hit, Mm -hmm. right? Which is what I said, yeah. Right, spawned off. Yeah, no, that's what I'm, I'm, agreeing, with. I'm agreeing with you. I know, so it I know, starts. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm 2011. Just being, I'm being a dick. Green Lantern's a smash hit. Yes. Then you have Arrow, the show, which spawns the Arrowverse. I think Flash does not go to the Arrowverse. I think Flash would have gotten a movie sooner. And I think in his place, you would have had the Harley Quinn. Uh, I don't think you would have had the... I think you would have had Static Shock Hell instead yeah. of Black Lightning. I, I don't know about that, man. <clears throat> I think you would have had... Um, I don't know about Batwoman. Maybe Batgirl? Probably Batgirl. I'm surprised Batgirl um, wasn't the TV show. Especially if well, it's, on, it's on CW. Like, it's just another Riverdale, but with masks. <laughs> so, oh, Supergirl, I think, would have stayed as a show but i think flash would have gotten a movie harley quinn would have gotten a show as well as like the lower like a gotham-esque type villains and it would have they would have interacted more with the dceu like the netflix shows kind of mentioned the avengers for marvel i don't know about that because i mean harley quinn even in i think season two of arrow technically has a cameo yes so i don't know like 
I don't, I don't know how that would have worked out, but the to me the the thing that might have also like thrown a monkey wrench in this entire thing is DC is much more. Um, they they do not like to churn out films the way that Marvel does. Marvel is churning out movies at a pace of about two to three movies a year, and DC is a lot slower than than them at doing that. I mean, since 2013, they've only had 10 films. So seven years and 10 films, that's that's a turtle's pace compared to what the MCU has had. The MCU, I think, has had 15 in that same time span. I mean, right, but we don't, we don't know if they were turning the same profits that the MCU movies were. Could they have turned out more? I also think you... that they're pumping movies at, like Marvel is, pumping them out at a better pace than DC, is because... A, they're getting much better praise than the DC yeah. movies, and two, they have the right people working on it. Yeah, like people I, actually like those films. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sh- like, they have people who love the source material, which I'm pretty sure Zack Snyder does not like superheroes. <laughs> can, can I just say, like, you know, quick, um, quick digression. The problem, the main problem with Batman versus Superman, and probably the Justice League is Zack Snyder wanting to deconstruct Superman and Batman at a basic level when if you're trying to put together a superhero like cinematic universe for the first time the audience most likely doesn't want to see like a deconstructed version of the characters that they know and love they just want to see the straight up characters that they know and love the only exception to that in the MCU is Captain America because I mean since what the 60s Captain America has been a deconstruction of himself so it's yeah. like everyone's just kind of used to it. So I think that definitely did not help them as well. Like no matter what your opinion is of BVS, like it was not a smart business move to do like a total like character study mm-hmm. of these people. No, it wasn't. But I think Zack Snyder wasn't the wouldn't have made the. Sorry to cut you off, Matt, but I don't think Zack Snyder would have been the person to direct it. No, they would have had their this pick of the litter. Way. I think they would have had their pick of the litter. And right. maybe, so I think we wouldn't have had maybe that. Maybe got a weed in. I disagree. I think that they they. I mean, it's Batman. They kind of had their pick of the litter. I mean, look at the series before that. They got Christopher Nolan, one of the best directors on the planet. No, like, I know, but like if yeah. they, I, I, maybe like they would have instead of Zack Snyder in charge of the universe, they have someone like like Joss Whedon or like maybe like J.J. Abrams like they would do it like I'm not sure if that would be good or not but I J.J. Abrams almost directed uh, a Superman film in the mid-2000s called Superman Flyby yeah um really oh yeah you gotta check that out it's crazy so my what if like to go back to your original point um my feeling on that is so like, like you said, Green Lantern came out in 2011. That was right... That was also when the New 52 comic run of DC also started. So, like... So, like... With that movie being successful, and... Like, new, like that would probably get people to buy DC Comics a lot more. Like, I'm... Like, the numbers aren't as staggering as people think, but, like... Having like a universe like pretty much reset 
as this cinematic universe is starting to churn, like, I think that would probably be really good business for DC, and they would be getting a lot more money. But that being said... That would have been a great idea. That being said, though, um, I think that if the Avengers did fail, I think Disney would do everything in their resources to try and keep up with DC. So I still think that the model would be similar to what they're doing, like releasing two movies a year. But we'd probably get a reset on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, if the Avengers flopped, we'd probably get totally different actors, and they would just, like, try and reset. Like, everybody would be a Mark Ruffalo, essentially. Yeah, yeah. like, instead of people, like, wondering, oh, my God, who who's that villain uh, at the end of the Avengers movie? Everyone was just like, I don't care about that person. Pretty much what everyone did for the post-credits scene for Shazam. The movie <laughs> came out last year. And if you can tell me what the post-credits scene is, I'll give you $5. I didn't even think I sat through it. I think I just when super left. When he goes to the cafeteria and Superman comes in? Oh, I'm thinking of the other one. I forgot about that one. <laughs> With the caterpillar? Yeah. Yeah. So, what about uh, the caterpillar? I'm saying most people don't remember it. Like, that's not something people bring up. Oh. Yeah. It it was a very unmemorable, like, post credit scene when most of them these days are very memorable. Mm-hmm. Well, people are also going... Like, it's a... It's almost a cultural event to go to a Marvel movie now. Like, I don't... Outside well, of you guys, I can now, think of, like... But... <laughs> but, like, outside of, like, you guys, the people who I know who saw Shazam were, like, two or three? But, like, if my parents want to go see a Marvel movie, you know? Like, it's crazy like that. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, so, TLDR, I think that um, DC would make a shitload of money while also getting their pick of the litter of directors who would want to direct movies with Batman and Superman, and Marvel would be still doing the same thing, but probably would have reset at their cinematic universe. I, I also have to make the point that I think there would also, I think there would be some differences in the way hollywood works as well um simply because marvel studios is kind of i think they're closer to like an independent studio than they are to like a big budget studio like you know like sony or like warner brothers in the sense that they only release a couple films a year and you know i mean warner brothers had a big studio like that found uh like a money maker on their hands Mm -hmm. like they could print money like justice league did i think that would have changed things at least for in the hollywood set they probably so the hollywood perspective it would also i think studios would probably be a lot more give directors less freedom like warner brothers is kind of notorious for like making sure that they do what they want rather than i'm pretty sure isn't doesn't kevin feige just tell the directors like do what you want just don't disrespect the brand uh <laughs> kind of the opposite oh um, never mind <laughs> yeah the mar well the, the thing is like both of the studios have had problems of like directors and stuff dropping out um yeah 
So I don't know. It's just kind of weird in my opinion for like, you know, from the outside looking in of writers and directors on these big budget superhero films, because they tend to change hands a lot. And I'm not sure how much that happens on smaller movies. I'm sure it does just as much, but like, you know, your little A24 film, I'm not sure how many times, like there's a new writer or a new director. Yeah. You know, I just had the realization if we didn't have the Marvel Cinematic Universe, our world would not have the Fast and the Furious universe. Oh my that god. Is, uh, that's actually a really good point. Why? Because, I don't, well, it wouldn't, I don't think people would want to franchise it. Like, franchise. Personally. like. But they've been making Fast and Furious movies since 2000, so... Yeah. I just don't want to live in... I don't want to live in a world without the Fast and Furious universe. 2011. Yeah, 2011. So, you know, right around the time that, you know, the the cinematic universes were coming, you know, coming to a boil. I think the DC would have moved forward and we would have already gotten a Black Adam, Martian Manhunter. We would have gotten The Flash for sure. Hawkeye. I think we would have gotten a Superboy they definitely would have done that. And I think we would have gotten Lobo. Everybody say it with me. Young Justice. Young Justice. <laughs> oh, and we would have gotten Titans. Teen Titans. Yeah. For sure. Teen Ti- Oh, I want a Teen Titans movie so bad. So bad. You. They already made one. A Teen Titans movie? Yeah. A real one. A live action Teen Titans movie. Uh, uh... The, the Teen Titans animated movie that I saw, because it was the Teen Titans Go animated movie. Yeah. That's not the... near, not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. That's the like one I was I'm going to. <laughs> I went into that expecting like a literal turd, and it actually had some funny parts. And I think Nicolas Cage played Batman in that too. So it was like, oh, why not? Did he? Yeah, he did. Oh no! Wait, am I confusing that with Lego Movie? Because I know in the Lego Movie they well, had Matt played Batman. Uh, no, Superman. Oh, yeah, that was Superman. He was Superman in those movies. Okay. Yeah, because I know that in the Lego movie, um, those guys wanted people who, like, were about to play DC roles but never did. And they did that. Like, um, Billy D. Williams plays Two-Face in the Lego movie because he never got to in the 90s because Tommy Lee Jones took it from him. That's right, because Billy D. was <laughs> Harvey Dent. Yeah. I forgot yeah, about that. Yes, he was. <laughs> Billy D. was Harvey Dent. All right, so... That was a good one. That was a good what if. I still think the um, the DC merchandise machine, we would have seen more logos of Batman, Superman, The Flash, and everybody else. 100%. Absolutely. All right, Mike, you're so, up. <clears throat> so to close it out, my what if is what if world championship wrestling wcw bought the world wrestling federation the wwf in 2001 so like what if they like won the monday night wars i'm sorry i cut you off yes what if wcw won the monday night wars and they bought wwf so in this scenario the wcw in 99 2000 didn't start 
sucking. So I guess Vince Russo never shows up. <laughs> so you still have the... Or Vince Russo just you know, stays at WWF. He would have, I think. Um, so you still have Austin and The Rock. They just don't blow up into these big juggernaut things like they did in this timeline. So you still have um, Hogan, Savage, Hall and Nash, and then you have the rise of Booker T, Scott Steiner, kind of like what was happening towards the end of WCW. Mike Awesome. But, oh, Mike Awesome. <laughs> but, of rest course. in peace. How um, could we forget? That 70s guy, so, Mike Awesome. W, so uh, Turner Media buys WWF. And in this scenario, I think what would have happened was they would have done an invasion angle, just like WWF did. But Austin would have sat out his contract. He would have not jumped over because of how WCW fired him by FedEx mm-hmm. the uh, <laughs> couple years before. I think the invasion angle would have been he- headed by The Rock. And you would have had The Rock... Um, you would have had The Rock, Kurt Angle, um... Was Hulk Hogan? He was WCW at the time. He was WCW. Triple H. So you would have had The, you would have had the Rock, uh, Triple H, and you would have had, um, like, Billy Gunn, Road Dog, all that, like, DX, kind of leading the foray, and WCW would have definitely put their guys over on them, for yeah, sure. basically oh, what WWE did. And but I think WCW would have done it right, and I think WCW would have dragged it out, um, because if you remember the 1997 angle they did for the entire year, they teased Hogan and Sting, and they ultimately wrestled at Starcade '97, and Sting didn't wrestle that whole year, but he kept interfering and showing up for Hogan's matches and kind of like teasing him the whole time. I think they would have done something like that, where they would have dragged it out, dragged it out, dragged it out, and then eventually at Starcade, you would have had the big uh, War Games type or tag team match or something, where you would have Team WWF versus Team WCW. WCW would have destroyed them. But I think somewhere along the way, they would have given The Rock the title if The Rock didn't go to the movies, like didn't. Go to acting, I mean. Okay. I still think oh, Rock Hogan exists. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Sure. Rock Hogan definitely exists, for sure. Um, but, here's the big but. So, you would, have had, you would have had Stone Cold Steve Austin, Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, Redacted, Perry <laughs> Saturn, Dean Malenko, uh, and they would have jumped over to ECW. Mm-hmm. And I think that would have ignited ECW into get more ratings on TNN because this was right. This was the wow. same channel that would eventually become Spike TV, uh, the home, huh. the television for men. So I think ECW <laughs> would have stayed around television. because Paul Heyman was employed by the WWF. Paul Heyman would not have. He was the announcer while WC, while ECW was still around. Yeah, I think Rob Van Dam would have stayed ECW. All these guys would have stayed in ECW. The Dudley Boys. So. WCW would have gotten The Rock, Kurt Angle, DX, um, you know, APA, Undertaker, for sure. WCW would have got The Undertaker back. 
What um, Undertaker. WCW would have done Undertaker for Sting. WCW, for sure. Oh yeah, he'd definitely but be I a think, part of the Wolfpack. His colors match. I think the fans though would have flocked. A lot of fans would have flocked Austin fans to ECW, and I think ECW would have still been around for much much longer. Instead of getting TNA oh, yeah. a couple years later, without, without question, you ECW would have stayed. And I think you would have had WCW being the dominant one, and then ECW kind of either starting a Monday Night Wars two, or or I mean like just Wrestling Wars two because ECW wasn't on Monday nights, and um, you would have had them competed out, and then TNN would have eventually become Spike, and then that network would have kept ECW because they weren't merging with no WCW merged with Time Warner. Yeah. So WCW would have stayed. Well, Turner was bought by AOL in 2000. <clears throat> right. So I think WCW would have stayed because the ratings would have been huge, too big to pass up. They may have moved them to TBS instead of TNT. Don't know. But I think they would have stayed. Uh, in this timeline, let's just assume that AOL doesn't wasn't mean about it. And... ECW would have been I don't think given a new life with Austin Jericho and the the radicals and the like. I don't think AOL would have been mean. I think AOL would have still had money because the internet bubble <laughs> burst and they spent all their no, money no. buying Turner. No, the new AOL execs didn't want to have anything to do with wrestling. That was why that was partially why WCW when Eric Bischoff tried to buy it. Well, it's um, probably because they looked at he, all they of the, the contracts and go, holy shit, you pay these people that much money? <laughs> Based, no, that was part of the reason, too, because they stopped making huge, huge dollars, but they wanted to move away from wrestling because it was too expensive. Um, it, this is all in Eric Bischoff's book. You can read it. But it's um, they, they didn't want to stick with wrestling, so they didn't want to keep wcw going and then once the ratings kept going down they were reason enough to get rid of them but in this case the ratings would still been super high especially now because you have the wwf invasion yeah um i think you would have had the angle where maybe maybe hall and nash and brett joined the wwf side kind of like how austin joined the wcw side and then you would have had like hogan savage ddp goldberg Booker T, Scott Steiner, and like the new blood of WCW versus the WWF guys, and it would have been a thing that they would have milked for a year, maybe even two, because you could have milked the invasion for two years if you did it well enough. 100%. Um, and then eventually, if if Nitro competed with ECW or WCW competed with ECW, they I think eventually WCW would have split into two shows. Um, you would have had Nitro as one, Thunder as another, just like how Raw and SmackDown did. Yeah. Um, ECW would have still been around, but I think ECW would have been more popular than TNA was. Uh, so, without question. In my mind. If they had Austin, for sure. Mike, can I say something? Go ahead. This is your, your guys' time okay. to rebuttal. So, at that time, I'm pretty sure ECW was like, lose it like they were hemorrhaging money like i'm pretty sure they couldn't even like pay people that's why they that's why everybody left but i'm guessing yeah in your, it was. I'm guessing in your scenario for some reason like tnn is actually helping that brand 
like work, right? Yeah, so WCW was bought before ECW was bought. Not very much longer. But in this hypothetical timeline, Austin jumping to ECW gave TNN a like, oh, we can actually make money because look at these ratings. They're shooting up through the roof. Okay. And they're investing money, kind of how Spike TV invested in TNA when, and they paid for Kurt Angle's contract. They paid for Stings. Right, 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 right. Um, also, so same idea. Okay. Um, here they would have just put money behind it, uh-huh. and I don't know if they would have gotten a direct competition with WCW. WCW might have moved Thunder to compete with whatever ECW's main show was. Um, but I think we would have not had TNA. Because Jeff Jarrett would have still been in WWE. He wouldn't have been bought out by WWE. The money that he got bought out by <laughs> paid t- for TNA. Right. Yep. Can, um, can just, he would have. Say... What? Oh no! Go ahead, Mike. No, I was gonna say um, the NWA would have probably done stuff with Ring of Honor. Like Ring of Honor still would have been a I'm thing. I'm pretty sure Ring of Honor would have become <clears throat> um, a part of ECW. Well, I shouldn't say it so like. A lot of the early Ring of Honor guys would have gone to ECW oh, just because Brian Danielson, CM Punk, for Samoa sure. Joe, AJ Styles. Well, AJ was at WCW towards the end, actually. Right. I think he would have been in uh, cruiserweight hell for a while until unless they pushed him. I think eventually, the way WCW would have went, you would have had Hogan. And Savage would have been around until about 2003, 4. Oh. Uh, Sting would have stayed around until like 2010, 11. Imagine all the madness rap albums we would have had. Oh that would have been God. great. Um, I think you would have had... Oh, and then I think eventually Shawn Michaels would have come back. And for the money at WCW. Especially since his wife was a Nitro girl. And then they would have done a Shawn Brett like to close it mm-hmm. before Brett retired for, for reels in the mid 2000. Can I just say, Mike, like of this entire thing, my question here the entire time has been, do you actually trust Eric Bischoff to keep WCW afloat during that time? Cause he was one of the main reasons why they were kind of crap in the bed. I do because I think Eric Bischoff has more good ideas than he has bad um, and he's very money driven. So I think he would have, and he's acknowledged now that the NWO had too many people and it lasted too <laughs> long. But I think by this time, the NWO was kind of done already. And you would have had, um, I mean, yeah, there would have been some bad ideas, but I think Eric Bischoff would have managed it better than how Vince McMahon managed it. I think the the thing with McMahon, it was also kind of like an ego thing as well. I don't think there would have been that. And in a weird way, I don't think there would have been that same ego in the handling of it that Bischoff would have had. Well, also, too, um, WCW would have gotten all of WWF's guys except for the ones who decided to sit out because the reason WCW didn't get Hogan Hall, Nash, Sting... Scott Steiner and all them was because their contracts were through AOL, not through WCW. Whereas the WWF guys, okay. all their contracts are through WWF. Oh my, 
not USA. Oh my god. Buff Bagwell would be like a household name. <clears throat> Buff Bagwell. I think Buff Bagwell eventually would have been champion in around 2007-8. What a stupid sentence. <laughs> the only guys I can think of that would have been around were probably Batista. I don't know if John Cena would have gone to WCW. Maybe, because he doesn't seem like an ECW type. But all your all the guys that are around now, like your Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, um, Kevin Owens, all them, they would have got they were like Ring of Honor well, Roman Reigns wasn't, but they were all Ring of Honor guys. They would have all went to ECW. I think ECW would have been way more would have flourished because Austin would have been there to kind of carry their torch. Austin would have validated that show. Because like he a lot of the reason why TNN didn't get along with the ECW oh, is because 100%. like the like ECW's wrestling was super niche, and like so like for people who don't know what ECW wrestling is, ECW wrestling was hardcore wrestling. So like that's the one where you would get like the constant like constant chair shots and like like barbed, barbed wire, wire deathmatch, death, yeah. Ken, kendo stick yeah, which like at the time like so like now like death matches now compared to like 2000 like are like insanely different <laughs> like i'm pretty sh- like <laughs> but at still like and they so they would show like these barbed wire death matches on live television and yeah, but it but didn't I think get Austin would have validated exactly, them. and he would have brought a more pure form of wrestling, which would have allowed like a crowd to store. It would ECW would have been able to develop an audience. I also think that the cruiserweights would, and Jericho would go back to ECW because that's where they got started. Like Jericho got his career started in America and ECW. Same with Guerrero, Malenko, Benoit, Psychosis, Mysterio, all that sort of stuff. No, I think, yeah, for sure. I think um, Jericho, Austin, and then the Radicals would have jumped ECW because they wouldn't go back to WCW. Mm-hmm. You might even argue Triple H might have not. and might have. I think Triple H would have gone to WCW because I think Triple H would have chased the money. Absolutely. Um, but I think Austin and Jericho would have led the Radicals to ECW for I sure. I don't think Triple H would be a 15-time world champion. No, I don't think so either. I think they, I think they would have made a faction with Triple H, Hogan, not Triple H, Hogan, Triple H, Hall, Nash. Yeah, the um, click. I think they would have made the click, something like Mm -hmm. that, and that would have uh, rivaled Hogan's dominance. Um, I think Nash though would have led them, not not Triple H. Yeah. And uh, I think they would have brought back Shawn Michaels. I think Shawn Michaels would have come back a little sooner. Mm Mhm. I could I could get behind that. Um. But we would lose the Max Landis video about. That's a fantastic video. So (laughs) we'd lose John Cena, guys. Well, not necessarily. You might have gotten John (laughs) Cena just different. Uh, and he might have gone to ECW. Brock Lesnar also probably would be totally. We would not have gotten Brock Lesnar because WWF scouted him. We would not have gotten Brock Lesnar. We would have gotten Batista because he was in the power plant. Yeah. John Cena tried to get into the power plant, but they didn't accept him, right? That I don't know. But I know Batista for sure was in the power plant. Uh, Randy Orton, maybe? 
hey, for all all the viewers at home who don't know what the power plant is, and honestly, how can you not? But like for those who, who don't, oh, the uh, WCW power plant was the uh, the training center where they trained wrestlers for WCW. Of course, duh. Everyone knows that. Sorry, duh. Oh, man. It's funny. Talking in a vacuum. Sorry. Wow, guys, thanks for informing the general public about that well-known wrestling thing. Uh, shut up. So Ron. we probably wouldn't have gotten in a uh, an AEW, though. <laughs> yeah, but they'd all be in the biz. Or Co- uh, Cody would have. Yeah. Cody would have, because Dusty was in WCW, so Cody would have definitely got a shot there. Everybody else would have been in Japan Dusty. still. The American Dream, baby, does the road. The 25-time world heavyweight champion. Woo! We'll get funky like a monkey. Please, never do that again. I am a son of a plumber, and I have something to say. Son of a plumber. (laughs) Alright, that was a good Um, one, Mike. Very interesting. I've been watching a ton of wrestling documentaries while in quarantine, so... You should watch the rise and fall of ECW if you haven't. That was a really good. I, I have. I yeah, love it. It's very good. Uh, I I actually believe the uh, the nomenclature is whilst in in quarantine. Oh, whilst so. in quarantine. Okay. Right. Shut up. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that about wraps up the. Uh, so that about wraps up the first episode of What Ifs. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts on the Twitter at PopCultureFed. And we will definitely be doing this again. It was fun. Yeah. My my next what if is if Scooby Doo's catchphrase wasn't what bro Reggie? I think that has changed pop culture in ways that cannot Yo, shout be Shout out to Scooby Dooby Doo as his actual catchphrase. Real ones understand. Woo-doo-doo. My what if is what if we never see another human being ever again? Because I'm going stir crazy. (laughs) Welcome to Quarantine Federation. Oh, we wouldn't be the Pop Culture Federation if WCW was bought WWF. Oh? We'd be the championship podcast. (laughs) Pop Culture Championship this is the first pop I'm culture of this. championship <laughs> podcast. Extreme pop, pop culture. culture. PC dub, PC We'd dub, be PCCP. PC <laughs> <laughs> We'd never get that past the yeah. cops. <laughs> PCP. Sir, what are you listening to? PCCP. <laughs> Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to open the trunk. <laughs> PCP. PCP. Isn't that, isn't that what Jesse did on Breaking Bad? <laughs> I have no idea. I've never watched Breaking Bad past oh. the first season. It's a great quarantine show. Great quarantine yeah. show. I bet. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. Bye. Adios, madre. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>